When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What it is, you know what it is, it's Tyrus. The Timph and I decided to put out one of our favorite past episodes this week for you. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode of Tyrus and Timph. Nuff said. What it is, welcome to another exciting adventure of Tyrus and Timph. I am Tyrus, your undefeated, undisputed NWA television heavyweight champion of the world and the undisputed thug journalist of America, <laughs> the Timph, and back by popular demand, unbeknownst to Devin, Kate is back <laughs> in the house and we are going to work on a nickname for Kate. Yeah, we'll work on it. <laughs> By the end of this show, great. Timph and Tyrus will have a nickname for Kate. Yeah, it's going to be good. It's not going to be like, Kate the Great. It's yeah. going to be good. Yeah, like, keep it, no, we can't use that word anymore. Keep it, I was going to say, keep it straight, Kate, like just the facts, but yeah. somebody would take that wrong, so uh, keep it. Someone it's, would it's say there. that was anti-LGBTQ. Yes, and it's it clearly not. Just, nope. Just the facts, Kate. We're working on it, uh, and I should be good at this because I've had like nine thousand. Yeah, you've had nicknames. a lot of names. Mm. Yeah, uh, some by choice, some mm-hmm. like names I hated. Tiny. I get it. Oh, because uh, you're big. Yeah, one it's of my, funny because you're big. Yeah, and someone needs to maybe let Gutfeld know that, like, he's running out of sh- last last <laughs> night. A silo is his cup. I'm like, I'm just gonna, you know, I, I'm at some point, I'm just gonna reach over. I'm gonna keep scooting my chair closer and closer to him, and then just snatch him one time. Um, but yeah, uh, Tiny, and the sad part is one of my best friends in the world, his nickname is Tiny, and he loves it. He introduced himself, yo, it's me, Tiny. I'm like, why? <laughs> and I had another another friend named Big Guy. Like, they embrace the names, and when somebody, hey, Big Guy, I just keep walking. In high school, people would sometimes call me Tiny Tim, like Tiny Tim, because I'm small and I'm, like, sickly. Right. <laughs> You, you know, but it's true. I'm sick all the time, so yeah. But that's but there's more to you than the sickly, right? Because there's a strength there. I've always said you're wiry. Yes. you're tough because you Grappy. cannot get hit with literally every known sickness to man and keep going. True. I mean, she's currently suffering an injury that one would only get deadlifting three times your body weight because that's just what Timph does. She sees. Yeah, I have a very other bad people's pain and be like, you know what? Let me ride this out. Very bad muscle spasm in my trapezius. Trapezius. Very bad. Like, very, very bad. Like, it was sort of, it was relatively mild on Monday, and then Tuesday, it was, or on Tuesday, and then yesterday and today, it's like, like, bad. Like, I can't move my head where I'd like to move it and where I usually can move it. Oh, God. So. Yeah, and I wrestled for, still, hence my introduction, but I... My neck never hurts, and literally I've landed on it a million times, so they just show you yeah. what's what's going on. You know what? It's still weird. Like Whenever you, you talk now, you you always see the ring, and it's a fabulous, I know. It's a fabulous ring. Yeah. And I just, I, just, I just thought, I just had a question. Have, and I just have to ask this, because this is new. Yeah. Like, being married is new. Yes. 
Is there ever a time where you like walk out the house and you're like, oh, I forgot my ring? No, I don't take it off. You because don't I'll take lose it, off it. I never take it off. I know okay. I'll lose it. You don't get my nails done, like take the ring off. I'm like, nope, nope, because I will lose it. So if you did a charity boxing match, the ring's in ring the glove. Ring stays on. Okay. Uh, I mean, truly, like when my Cam asked Dad Tim, if you know, to propose, like for my hand, he did in it marriage, right. He, he did, did it right. right. And he showed my, and my dad's only concern was like, listen, yeah, absolutely. But like, he saw the ring and he was like, I know my daughter. <laughs> like, <laughs> you give that, you get that fully insured before you even let her look at it. Right. So. Or surgically implanted. Yeah. Can you do that now? Can you so fuse I just never it to take, the bone? I just never take it off. It is crazy to look at sometimes. It's still. beautiful. I'm like, holy <laughs> shit. Because I, and I have to, I ask for selfish reasons because. Whenever in life that I had ever given a, a, a ring or whatever, um, and when one day I see them come around the corner and it's not on, it's like guys do. We have this is a very feminine moment for a guy. There's no cool way to do it, but it's a very you do like a hmm, yeah, interesting. <laughs> and you have this little inner voice that comes out, and he's just like, I can't believe she was not wearing your ring. What kind of a person would do that? What is she doing? Who's she hiding from? These and you're but in the same you be like. I don't give a fuck. Wear it. Don't wear it. I don't care, dog. But on the inside, you're like, strange. Strange. She only takes it off every morning. What's going on? (laughs) Like, guys think that way. So, and I was just curious, was there ever a time you said no? No. The only time I've ever taken it off is when they force you to for surgery. Mm -hmm. And then I hand it directly to Cam, gives it back to me when I got a surgery. I can't. I lose things. It's like you could have used the ring bearer to stay on. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, hey, I'm, I, I got to do some stuff today. I, where's the ring bearer? Except our yeah. ring bearers were, co-ring bearers were Carl and Sheens. Oh. So we had my oh. friend Greg, not Gutfeld, right. party bro Greg, different right. guy. Right. Uh, he had a backpack with the cat in it, and then he yeah. had Carl with the little pillow on, and so they were the co-ring bearers. Well, Carl's irresponsible because he'll yeah. chase the first car that drives by. Yep. And Sheens... It's beneath him. Yeah, he's like, I mean, James don't <laughs> nothing. He's like, James is, is a boss. Mm-hmm. That's secretary work, or bear work. Kate, let me ask you, okay, because mm-hmm. you have rings on. I do. And, and any special significance? Uh, one of them is my mom's college ring. Okay. So you would never take that off? I used to be a person that wore them all the time, but then I lost one of them, and I was devastated. So I do take them off to go to sleep, and when I shower, just out of fear that they're going to fall down the drain. Okay. So is a person, should a, should a guy give some advice to other insecure dudes out there? Mm-hmm. Um, should a guy ever be concerned if his girl's forgetting to wear the promise ring or the engagement ring or the wedding ring? Depends how often. Depends how often. Like, for me, because, like, my engagement ring is is big (laughs) like he gave it to me and I was like I feel like a basketball wife so like New York's super dangerous now so when I go and walk Carl I spin the diamond around turn inside plus it's a great weapon that way that's a hell of a front end so like that's they're going to sleep yeah I never it's just for me like I know a lot a lot of my other friends who are married though you know or engaged they don't wear it all the time Um, but for me I just I if it's not attached to me I'm bound to lose it Okay. My brother and his wife are both athletic, and when they work out or when they go on runs or hikes, they take their real rings off, and they have these rubber rings in place of them. So they have they have backups. Yeah. Just in case any of the stunt bears doubles. in the woods get any ideas. <laughs> right. You got a stunt double More ring. so, like, in case they get, 
like gross or like dirty or like bent out of shape because you know when you're when you sweat or like when you get hot your rings misshapen a little bit. Well, let me ask you this because um, Ingrid lost a ton of weight, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, her ring became too big, but it was so expensive mm-hmm. that you it was to the point where they couldn't even they couldn't even shorten it down to where it would actually fit. Oh. So well, she lost a lot mm-hmm. of weight. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> It's like, and but that is like, well, I can't wear it because it's, it's going to fall off until we get a, you know, until you get a specialist to like adjust yeah. it or whatever. And um, so that's different, right? Right. Right. It's that's, a physical. That's thing. very different because then it would just fall off. Or if she worked in a machine shop and lost her, that's an, another question for uh, if if you lost a finger, if you lost the ring finger. Yeah. You know what I'm that's saying? That's an interesting question. Yeah. Where do you, do you put it on another finger? Maybe or, or do you wear it around end. your neck? What is what is Ooh. the neck what is, is the good. culture on on that? What is the move on that? Do we know? I don't know, but that's interesting. Which reminds me of a story that has nothing to do with any of this. Go with it. <laughs> but I'm going with. Well, I mean, it's moderately related. So there was this couple that went to college with me, where the girl was like four years older than the guy, but like they stayed together even till he graduated. She was clearly way more into it than he was. Right. Uh, she wanted to get engaged. They did get engaged, but he didn't give her a ring. He got her an engagement bracelet. Oh, I don't. Ooh. And then about a month into their marriage, first Christmas together, she was posting all over Facebook about how he was banging somebody else. So engagement Ooh. bracelet with a B. Remember, it means he's banging someone else yeah. with a B. No, it means that he didn't have the guts to say what he really wanted right. to say. Because B then, with a bracelet. Here's your engagement yeah. hat. Yeah, and exactly. your engagement shoes. Here are your engagement yeah, no. Lululemon leggings. I'm not putting. Yeah, yeah. I have some. I have some engagement posters for you. Yeah. That's him uh, appeasing her, and at the same time, not wanting to let his other girl know yep. that she's walking around. Yeah, like engagement bracelet. That's but, so easy to lie about. That is. Right, because she's not going to want to post that either because she finds it embarrassing. Yeah, she's like, what But even if she does, like, let's just say this is my engagement watch, okay? <laughs> I'm rocking my engagement watch. Yeah. And I post it. Look, it got me this engagement watch. <laughs> you woo, should. Woo. It would get a lot of laugh reactions. I heard yeah. put a ring on it, but she put a watch on it because we got time. Whatever, right? <laughs> right? But then she tells her her trainer, uh, who she's having an affair with or whatever, he's nuts. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. He, I gave him that watch like a year ago. And he's saying it's an engagement watch? Well, I mean, like, and then the guy be like, yeah, you know what? I'm sorry. He's That's clearly yeah. psycho. He could say, wow, he's, she's he's crazy. He's holding on. Yeah. Because yeah. what person would claim an engagement watch? <laughs> or a bracelet. Nobody bracelet. gets on one knee and says, will you take this watch? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like... There's no sneaky like. Could you imagine being the waiter? We've all worked in some form yeah. of yeah. Boston oh, Market, yeah. you know, yeah. Ruby California Tuesdays, Pizza Kitchen. I worked at Chili's. Chili's. Could <laughs> you imagine like, a Chili's here. guy comes in early? <laughs> no. Like, hey, Kate, uh, listen, me and my, my girls coming. I meet my girl every dinner. I want to pop the question. You're like, oh my god, this at is so Chili's, awesome. At Chili's, that'd be the first I'd red like, flag. Uh, I'd like it to be in her salad when her salad <laughs> comes out. Um, to put the box in there, and then he takes this giant box and puts, and it's the long one because. Bracelets are long, yeah. and you're going, Jesus, what kind of ring is this? Oh, no, it's an engagement bracelet. <laughs> I'd be like, get out of here. <laughs> you, would you serve it like, hey, uh, this is for you, engagement bracelet, or would you get the whole crew to watch through the kitchen we to see how this goes down? We could sing the happy birthday song, but we could change happy the words. wrist engagement. <laughs> with a That's exactly what we Happy call- wrist engagement. Yeah. 
<laughs> you made it. Perfect for her. She'll yeah. excellent. You're one step away from a ring. Woo! Like, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I could present it on a plate. Cat, we got a whole new thing here. We could tour the country. Yeah. Ring engage no wrist bracelet engagement parties with Tyrus and Tim. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and we'll get Chili's to cater it. Yeah. That's where you're taking her. Oh, you're not going to the five star for an engagement no. bracelet. Uh, no, not no. even Outback Steakhouse. Possibly McDonald's playground area. I was thinking maybe more like a fast casual, like a Boston okay. Market, or right. like I mean, I guess Boston Market is sort of fast foodish. Olive but Garden. Olive Garden. Quality meal at a quality yeah. price. Yeah. Hold on to your steering wheels, folks. We'll be right back after this. You know, and, and uh, speaking of price, <laughs> this story is. Priceless. So I, I don't, I honestly can say, and my, my phone will support me, I spend less than 54 minutes on my social media. Like when I do my little thing, and I'm mm-hmm. proud, I keep it under an hour. So I occasionally, when I'm looking through Instagram, when I'm just seeing what's going on, I saw this story from Big Boy's Neighborhood, and I go way back with Big Boy and his great radio show, and he has a great story if you don't know who he is. Um, and he, he's a legend. He's 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 a hood legend. He's a comedic genius. Like him and his team, Felly Fell and those guys, phenomenal in California. Uh, they're nationally syndicated. But um, there was an amazing story there, and I didn't quite have it right because it was a glimpse. But basically, this man had two wives, died, and had two separate funerals. Is that right? Is that th- yes, sort of. Committing to the bit even after See, even he at died. The end, I respect it. I don't condone it. <laughs> I don't condone it. But if you but must. But if you must, you got to respect. If only he ha- could have committed to a woman the way he committed to the bit. Yep. But we always talk about exit strategy. Yes. That's this what guy, I mean. get, he had the greatest exit strategy. Because even if the jig is up. Not for him. He's not going. He's gone. He's the gone. jig goes on longer than he is alive. Because they can't call him. Like, they're comparing notes. Yeah. His only mistake would be, and I don't know how it works once the lights go out, where he's going to haunt. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because I, I don't know if that's going to get you in heaven. There might. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. ooh, perfect crime. And, you know, you got the Gabriel's at the gate going, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> what are you doing? No, you go back. You will walk the earth till you, you fix ain't welcome this. Here. Well, I just be walking then. So I, I don't know. I don't know how that works, Kat. So he- you need to vape for this. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. And sit back. The headline is is from the Washington Post. Two women claimed to be a dead man's wife. A lawsuit says the funeral home deceived one with an empty urn. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. So during her husband's memorial service at Wiley Funeral Homes in Baltimore, her name is Demetra Street. She sat in the front row wearing a brown striped pantsuit. Not sure why that's relevant, but about fashion's fashion. In the room was a framed photograph of the man beside it was an urn. Right. Immediately after the January service ended, a funeral employee allegedly took the urn and hid it away, according to a lawsuit uh, that she filed in er early August. When she asked the funeral home to turn over the ashes, the staff refused. That was because Ivan's ashes, that's his name, were not in the urn that Street alleges. Ivan's body, she claims, she later learned, was actually buried at Baltimore Mount Zion Cemetery three days earlier at the request of another woman claiming to be the man's wife. Wow. 
In her, in her lawsuit, Street alleges that Wiley Funeral Homes conducted two services for Ivan Street, one for her and one for the other woman, and both and pocketed both payments. Mm. As they should. I, well, I mean, listen, it, it's not their life. They're there it's to true. provide a service. True. I mean, Tim literally had a funeral party on her birthday. Yeah, and I'm she still was in here. A coffin. That's hilarious. She, yeah. Um, she's now suing the business for $8.5 million. For what? Saying it breached in its contract with her and made false representations to make a profit. Uh, the funeral home didn't respond um, or did not respond to requests for comment. But the funeral home's president, Brandon Wiley, told the Baltimore Sun that he denies the claims. Quote, due to restrictions imposed by our confidentiality requirements and the existence of pending litigation, we are not at liberty to disclose all the information relevant to this matter. However, we deny the claims advanced by Miss Street and assert that the underlying matter was handled with the utmost sensitivity toward the loved ones of the deceased. There's more, but I, I think I think we can take it from I here. I think that's good. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um First off, obviously somebody paid for it, and right. I'm assuming Funeral it was him. Are a business, yeah. I'm assuming it's him, and he was they... only like 65. He wasn't that old. That's 60. I mean, you're supposed to be planning stuff though at that when you get I to guess. 65. I guess. Obviously, because he paid for two funerals ahead of time. True. Yeah. yeah. And the, the, I mean, the only thing that maybe they should do is maybe dig his ass up and burn, burn half him, the body. Burn half yeah. the body. <laughs> And put it in heart one failure. Or the other. Heart failure was well. His heart was spread thin. <laughs> <laughs> but ah, boom! That's you see what I'm saying because yeah. he was with. Okay, all right. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I just want to say that one here on Tyrus and Tim, we don't condone making fun of the dead, Ooh. and we don't condone uh, <laughs> polygamy. Right. But if you must, but if you must, and it's a good punchline, we're not afraid to go there. At least they should. I mean, if he, he the one place he messed up is they should have burned some of them. Yeah. Like, yeah. like when the I've been to funerals. Right. And like they don't have the whole thing open. Like you, you can't you're not going to be able to see if like a foot's missing, for example. You're right. If you burn some of it, you can like, you know, it'll be an amputee in there and nobody will know it. Well, I'm True. just I'm not I'm not going to criticize his planning because he's not here to defend himself. But if you know that one of your wife wants a funeral in the ground. And you lucked out, and another wife wants you, the, you to be cre- agrees for you to be cremated. Mm-hmm. It doesn't actually have to be your ashes. Now, I'm not saying he had to go out and kill somebody, <laughs> but he could have, you know, had a few nights in the fireplace, like a burn to some newspaper, just burn some wood and some yeah. logs and get enough of it, you know, and maybe that, throw a chicken bone in there. No one will know the difference. You know, who's gonna like? Oh, <laughs> this is wood. This isn't my husband. Doesn't taste anything like him. And those of us who've seen Big Lebowski, just me, um, you know, just don't throw it out downwind. You got to be not upwind. It'll come back at you. But, you know, I think like that was the if I was going to criticize his only flaw was he did not plan the ashes in the urn better. And Kat has a great point. But then again, how much do you charge? To half cremate somebody and half bury someone. That's Is there a special for that? Probably really expensive. Because you're kind of splitting the diff. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I, I don't I, like because I don't think there's anything on the uh, menu of options. But <laughs> because but this wasn't either. It, this was a funeral with a fake cremation. It's like a buy one get one. Well, he clearly did that, yeah. and like I said, he paid up front. 
So the funeral home is going to do what the customer wants. True. They're not winning on this. They're not like, I mean, the, the lawsuit is stupid. You're not getting $8 million. I wonder what his will said. I wonder if, what did he say explicitly. I, I know what mine would have said if this is what I was doing. What? To whom it may concern. <laughs> <laughs> ha, 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 ha. I Hello. did it my way. Hashtag Shawshank. I'm free. <laughs> See you on the other side. Maybe. Was he I, like, hey, man, I got two wives. Here's what you're going to do for me. Yeah, this Here's what listen. you're going to do. What's, I, this is what I need. I need half my body cremated. <laughs> I need half put in the cat. And I could just see the guy going, sir, I mean, I can embalm you, but I don't have the tools to like cut, <laughs> cut you, in, you half. in half. And I think it's against the law. <laughs> you have an open casket. Well, he's like, well, just cut the lower half. He like slides a 20 yeah, across the table. Yeah, like, literally, like, I think this will, you know, <laughs> everyone has a number, sir. Sir, it's not $20. <laughs> like, come on, man. I'm in a pinch here. Like, I'm dying. Yeah. I got you know, and I need ashes. So I think a little more planning as far as what to do with the urn. Yeah. Because you know, and who's who's to know, Cat? He could have made a deal with the guy where the guy says, "Look, all right, I'll burn half your body." But that's a lot to you know, cutting a torso in half. It's a big. Ass. I don't have any experience in cutting human torsos in half. They but also, I would imagine it's a pain in the ass. They could have gone to the deli, bought a ham. True. Bought a whole ham, yep. burn the ham. Yeah. True. That's a good point. She, how you, once it's ashes, you don't know. You could do it with wood too. Yeah. Like, and then you'd be like, wow, he has a nice minty pine to him. This guy's, <laughs> you know, but who smells that? I, I don't. No one does. Does They're anybody in a bag. open the urn and be like, oh, unless you father. spread them? Yeah, you spread them over the ocean or whatever. Yeah, whatever you want. Because I have no interest in being buried in the ground. Like none. I feel like ocean? it's just a complete waste yeah. of time and energy and space. So burn me up and drop me into any water. I would love to be dropped in an ocean in California, but if you don't have time, that's nice. Any water will do because all water leads to the ocean. Yeah. So you know, I'd prefer not to be necessarily flushed down a toilet. But again, <laughs> you said any water. I'm dead. You said any I'm water. Dead. I'm dead. You know what I'm saying? And says a lot about who's left behind you and they're like, oh, the big bastard has to be dumped. I'm not, then I got to drive to the beach, then I got to, it's crowded. Yeah, you'd, for you, you'd have to burn several hams. Yeah. yeah. People are not hams. Gonna... Then it'd be a whole thing where it'd be like, how many hams have to f- die for you to cover up your horrible life, your filthy lifestyle, sir? But, uh, you know, this is a, uh, we laugh in jest, but Pretty painful for the wives, though. Yes. I would imagine. Yeah. Because. For both of them. You know, and then they compared notes. I wonder just how do you, can you legally get married to two women in the United States? Like, this was Baltimore. Uh, have you ever been to Utah? No. And we love Utah, mm-hmm. but we're just saying uh, Mormons do it all the time. I didn't know that. I think in different states. I mean. You it's, easily it's, can. It's yeah, babe. Yeah. I filed the paperwork. Yeah. And then you just don't. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Or you do in different states. I don't know if they check. Yeah, I guess they don't, apparently, because I mean, they both had legal license, marriage license. Yeah. Like, I, li- I got, they did, that's what I don't, yeah. Yeah, they both had them. I mean, it's not, I mean, state to state, city to city. I mean, I'm sure they don't, you know, all go in a giant database for Big Brother to see who's married and not married. So I would imagine in different counties, if you filed for a marriage license, the other county wouldn't even know. Yeah. Crazy. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking more than I had planned on this one, but there is a uh, another story. Speaking of st- strings of the heart, this is 
uh, Kate was extremely um, pushy with this story, so I feel like we have to do it. So I, you know what? Me trying to find words to describe it. Kate, take it away. Bring, let explain this story. Okay. Wally the walrus gets behind wheel of boat after sinking two on European tour. So this is apparently a reoccurring thing. So Wally the walrus has been spotted again, this time looking like he should be headed for St. Tropez as he sits behind the wheel of a pleasure craft. The famous sea mammal has has quite a bad reputation for recently sinking boats. But from the look of these photos, he's getting his sea legs now. I included a photo of him sitting on a boat. It's very cute. Um, nobody knows for sure how Wally, or Wall as we like to call him, made the journey from the Arctic to the shores of Britain and Ireland. However, many are speculating that an iceberg he was resting on floated away and he was found himself in unfamiliar waters. He was first seen in Wales in March and then made his way to Cornwall and the Isles of Skilly and was recently spotted in Crookhaven, West Cork. People have been following his adventures with interest, but unfortunately, he struggled a bit with the etiquette of how to interact with his new home and has left some destruction in his efforts to settle in. As he weighs about 2,000 pounds, he can cause boats he rests on to capsize or damage their, their structure. To try to prevent this, citizens of St. Mary's bought him a pontoon, which he could use as a sea sofa instead, which he did grace with his presence for a bit, but then he moved on again. So, here's... Here's the reality. Yeah, I have a feeling this ends sad. So what we're seeing in the natural world is due, and this is, uh, I'm not going to get into the climate change argument and all that kind of crap. This is just what's happening in the Arctic. So walruses, polar bears, and seals spend a good amount of their time on the ice flows. Mm -hmm. And when even during the summertime when the ice would melt, there would still be large packets of ice everywhere and walruses especially mothers with young would be seen would be spotted all over the place resting on different ice little ice pieces of icebergs and everywhere with the climate changing which is part of mother nature and this planet there's less ice so now walruses are going to places they normally wouldn't go and there's uh even to the point where there's several islands that these walruses are coming onto land and they're so overcrowded that they keep going up into the cliffs and they f- end up falling off the cliffs to their death. And there's oh. literally oh, no, hundreds like of big wall. It's, uh, I believe it's blue planet and you see the polar bears literally show up, freak them out and they fall off the cliffs. Oh, no. And they fall to their death. So there is dead walruses everywhere because there's just no there's no polar. We always hear about the polar bears are running yeah. out of ice to hunt on. There's no place for walruses to rest, which leads to aggression, panic. And you can see no. younger males like this taking off and just going. So I think you're going to start seeing walruses popping up in more places because they're following food. And they're looking for places to rest. And he's seeing boats now as a safe place. Because here's the deal. There's killer whales in that water. So he's he trying to... can have all the boats. Yeah. So you're going to start seeing more things like that. We, we've seen 
strange migrations. There's fish showing up in places they've never seen before because the water temperatures are changing. The current temperatures are changing. So fish that would be in one area are now moving to where it's cooler or warmer. So we're seeing places like a lot of strange creatures, like exotic fish that usually were at really deep levels are now showing up in different areas. And we're starting to see sharks in places we didn't see them before. So it's just a lot of things moving around. So unfortunately, this is a cute side effect because no one's really been hurt other than, you know, unless your boat insurance is not paid up. The other thing is it could be that his whole life dream was to be a, a captain of a ship and being a walrus, it's hard to get it's credit. It's hard. Yeah, it's really hard yeah. as, as a I mean, it's hard in general, Very but as a walrus, it's even more difficult. There's some more barriers there. I mean, it's hard to sign when you have flippers. I mean, it's the same thing with Cheem's run for office. Like, no matter how many times, cats, like, you have great plans. You have a great platform. Great vision. But you're a cat, and I just don't think the world's ready. I mean, to be fair, this article was like, they are protected, so do not bother him. Leave him. Yeah, and here's the deal. No one's running a hug on a walrus. (laughs) I mean, I don't care how you clean it up. I mean, first of all, they have a mustache fashionably not in mustaches haven't been into like since like the 50s especially the big bristly ones like no one's into that second they got a little weight problem I mean, let's just talk about it let's just oh, let's just talk about it in, in walrus, walrus, no i'm not fat shaming like so it's cultural it's cultural differences <laughs> walrus find it find mustaches and girth Sexy. But That's they like, keep it warm that way. So, you know, but it's not great if your boat limit is a thousand pounds. Well, he's gotta get a bigger boat. Yeah. And and again, who buys a boat thinking, hey, uh one thing looks like you got the motors I want. Mm-hmm. Is that the GPS? Oh, this is phenomenal. Um, where is my seat for my walrus? <laughs> I need to be walrus ready. Yeah. So he's getting out of the water because he needs to rest. Yeah. And there's just no places for him to rest yeah. and he ended up lost probably because he was chased off by a big bunch of big bulls oh. so mommy once he wasn't with mommy anymore there was no room for him on the beach so he took off and we're going to start seeing more things like that so yeah i mean he looks in the photos online there are more he looked very comfortable like it looked it was very cute so at least he's chilling in the boat i gotta be honest he's sitting resting on an iceberg in Antarctica with other walruses, and now he's reduced to climbing on uncomfortable boats with no friends. Uh, I know the mustache can be misleading, really? but like I, I would imagine that he would much rather be, because uh, eventually guess. he's going to become, here's the deal, when he becomes a full-grown male walrus, yeah. that dinner bell's going to ring, and the love bell's going to ring, and boats ain't going to get it done, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> so he's going to have to go back to Antarctica, so I don't yeah. think... Uh, this this he's gonna stay there for long. I think he's gonna stay, load up on some food, and then head on back. Mm. You know, and it'll hopefully be a good montage. You know, for his return. Time to take a pee break or get that last minute snack because you don't want to miss the chilling conclusion of Tyrus and Timp. Hey, folks, it's your man Keyshawn Johnson here to talk about Angie, formerly known as Angie's List, your go-to home services marketplace for getting all your jobs done well. Now, you might be wondering, what exactly is Angie? Well, let me tell you. It's the nation's largest home services marketplace, connecting over 150 million homeowners with skilled professionals to tackle any project, big or small. As a homeowner myself, I always have things I want to work on for my house, whether it's general home renovations, 
or fun projects like putting in a pool. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it a breeze to research, compare, and hire pros, ensuring every job is done well. Whether you're fixing a leaky faucet or planning a full kitchen renovation, Angie's got your back. And get this, folks. Angie's pros aren't just any old contractors. They're your neighbors, often running small businesses right in your community. Plus, they've been rated and reviewed by others in your area. So you know you're getting quality service. So why stress over home projects when you can turn to Angie? From finding the best price to scheduling a pro at your convenience, Angie's got you covered every step of the way. So get started today at Angie.com. That's Angie.com or download the app today to get started on getting all your jobs done. That's Angie, your trusted ally in home services. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Quickly, just because you will not let this story go, and it's the dumbest. It's got to be fake news. I'm, I'm sorry. Woman sues McDonald's after burger compelled her <laughs> to break Lent fast. For real? Uh, I'm her name is really complicated, so wait. let's call her um Devin. Okay, <laughs> all right, cool. Uh, Devin claims she was lured into an indulging into indulging in a juicy McDonald's burger, and now she's not loving it. The Russian woman is allegedly suing the fast food chain after claiming that seeing a mouthwatering cheeseburger commercial made her break her fast during Lent. Quote: When I saw an advertising banner, I could not help myself. Uh, she said. Uh, she's an Orthodox Christian. She said in a court statement regarding the Mac religious <laughs> Mac religious act, according to the Russian state media, the unhappy meal reportedly occurred in April 2019, while the native was observing Lent, a strict period, which you know what Lent is. Um, yeah, <laughs> you know sure what Lent do. is. Uh, yeah, it's the stuff that gets in your jacket pocket sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Devin claimed she adhered to the belt-tightening custom for a month, and then she saw an enticing Golden Arches banner advertising a cheeseburger and chicken nuggets. Um, despite successfully fasting for the last 16 years, the hangry woman couldn't resist and visited McDonald's and bought a cheeseburger. Um, <laughs> apparently didn't sit well with her, um, who is now... McDonald's doesn't sit well with anyone. Duh. Suing McDonald's for $14... For $14! As compensating for a breaching consumer protection law and insulting her religious feelings, the Daily Mail reported. <laughs> she says, quote, in the actions of McDonald's, I see a violation of the consumer protection law. I ask the court to investigate and, and if, if a violation has taken place to oblige McDonald's LLC to compensate me for moral damage and the amount of 1000 Rubbles, which I guess is fourteen dollars. Yeah, it's basically six dollars. Yeah. So she's Orthodox. I I told that story on Gutfeld. Yes, already, you did. You did a like, phenomenal job. As cat, as I'm like Catholic, and I ate. It was a Friday in Lent, and like I was like I was raised Catholic. I'm not, you know, I'm lapsed, but I, at the time I was actually Catholic, and I would not eat meat on Fridays. Me too. And I went, um, and I went to a Lutheran high school. So like we were gonna do like order dinner, go go to the movies. 
and like everyone was there and like we ordered Chinese food and everything had meat in it and like everyone was eating the meat and like the other girl who was Catholic she ate it and like was like whatever so I wanted I didn't want to be weird you know I didn't want to be the one just eating like you know a bunch of like a bowl of white rice and be like oh what do you mean and it was fine I felt a little bad but then we went to the movies and guess what movie we saw what? The Passion of the Christ <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting there and I was like ah! And I was like, and I was too much for me to not want to be cool. Like, yeah. you know, to be cool or not yeah. want to be weird. I felt so bad, Mel Gibson. I felt so awful. Damn. But well, now I believe in nothing, so. You know. Um, Full circle. That's when you got to say, when you're in that situation at McDonald's and your friends start breaking out the, the happy meals and stuff on Lent, you may listen, uh, God's my dinner date. Yeah, I should. Fish. Should you, you know have sued the Chinese food place? I should have. No, you shouldn't have. Clearly, you can. But here's the deal: if, or the Lutheran Church. Ooh, even so you want to sue McDonald's or for Mel putting Gibson. their golden arcs out there? <laughs> so sue everybody who's ever advertised ever. anything. Yeah. Um, a little accountability. She's Orthodox Catholic, correct? So if, Orthodox, if, just Orthodox. I don't know. It's Orthodox like, Christian. So she yeah. can go to confession or burn a candle or something. Yeah, like she like, can. It's not that big repent. a deal. Yeah, it's not that. Forgive big me, a deal. Father, for I sin. Please, what what did you do? Yeah, I ate a burger on Lent Day. Yeah, Philistine. Yeah, blasphemy. Also, she saw an advertising. Was it? It was on TV. Like, if you know you're going to be watching, that was TV. a billboard. Oh, you know what billboard. though? I do oh. agree. I read it. I um, in this country. A banner, yeah. Obesity is horrible. Yeah. And it's a it's and we for some reason it's a, it's the biggest addiction in this country. Mm-hmm. Just the difference is it's a slow death. Um and a lot of pain and, and agony and a lot of um non accountability like Because it raises your risk for everything. Right. Yeah. And it's the only thing that you can get a, it's the only addiction that you can promote Ooh. and get away with. Yeah, that's and true. And be supported. Because here's the thing, and like uh, I don't subscribe to TikTok and I don't any of that stuff. But when you see, especially you see um, obese people that are filming videos in themselves and they're saying how sexy they are and how everyone's wrong and how everyone's this and, and because if someone's saying you're unhealthy, because of your weight, that's not shaming. That's no, being that's not, honest with that's you. That's not saying you're less of a person because of your weight. Yeah. That's shaming. But to say, hey, like, you know, like this, you, you're you at risk of dying. I want to keep you around. Take it from a guy who was a biscuit away from 500 pounds. Yeah. Like, I had my own orbit. Like, you know, and I could blame working for Snoop or whatever, but I wasn't pushing. I was eating and not taking care of myself. And I literally, when I returned to the WWE and stepped on my way in, I was 498 pounds. Shocked, couldn't believe it, and you know they're like, "You got what the hell are you gonna do?" You know because that's a lot of weight to be carrying. I'm, I'm a big guy, I got big whatever. I was obese, and I'm okay saying it because I've accepted accountability that I was eating for other reasons than other than food. But what bothers me is when you see now the new thing is that anybody who challenges you on something that they should be challenging on. Being two and three hundred pounds overweight is not good. My six hundred pound life is not an Emmy award winning show that you should be on and be wanting. Like I made it, I can't believe I'm here. Thank you so much. There's no Simon Dean sitting on the other side telling you like, well, you need to be a little heavier if you're going to make it to the final round. But we do see 
if let's take let's take fat out of it. Let's say it's crack, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Cat gets on TikTok smoking crack. Going, Being like, don't crack shame me. Yeah. I smoke crack. I do my job. I smoke crack all day long. Every day. Yeah. What? Yeah. And then where are my crackheads at? And then everyone shows videos of them doing crack. We would call her the worst person in the world. Because I don't think that's accurate either. I don't think it makes you a bad person. It's not no, good for it's you. It's not good for you. There's no difference. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason... And here's like when you look at the history of this country, when we you talk about like um, uh, Kate, you had said today before we started the show, you're going to start watching a list of movies. Yeah. One of the movies you mentioned was Goonie. Right. And in there, there is a kid who is the fat kid. Right. Mm -hmm. Because in in all the old 80s movies, there's always like a 90s. There's always like a ducks movie. Yeah. There's always the the fat kid. The fat kid in those movies isn't fat anymore. Yeah. Jack Black in like Nacho Libre was like, oh, he's fat. He's not fat anymore. He's actually skinny. He's cocky. Mm-hmm. He's wearing a Speedo at the beach now. And he has a cool name. Like, he's got a dad bod. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, instead of addressing the real issues, because weight is an issue, but people coming online going, if your doctor asks you about your weight, he can't do that. Yeah, he should be asking you about your weight. Because it's important. Type 2 diabetes is not a cool thing. And here's the thing about type 2 diabetes. It's correctable. And it, but what happens is because technology has gotten advanced for type one diabetes, they cannot correct it. They're stuck that way. But all the insulin and supplies are becoming scarce because type two diabetes has become. It's okay. I just take a shot. I'm good. I got a machine. I don't have to diet. I don't have to do this. I can be big and be me. And you know, and I'm not going to get into names or whatever. But there was like one individual who. You know, she's half naked all the time on TikTok and her girth and bragging and blah, blah, blah. Good for you that you are that proud of, of your, your self-esteem. is, But I don't think it is. I think there's a fine line between being confident and exploiting yourself. Like, I just don't care about myself. So I'm going to go on, you know, and be in a thong or whatever and be, you know, 490 pounds and 5'7 as a woman. And I'm, I'm awesome because I say I'm awesome. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's exploitation of yourself. And people aren't looking at you because they're in awe or learning from you. Unfortunately, America loves the train wreck. We love dysfunction. We love to look at somebody and be like, oh, they look worse than I do. And that's and that's ugly. So that's one of the things when you see this, it goes into food. I, I think food should have to do commercials the same way alcohol does. Never see him eating it. Never putting that, you know, that that out there because when you do when you see an alcohol commercial mm-hmm. you just see the bottle you don't see a guy throwing down a tequila you know what I'm saying or biting into a burger you don't see a guy in a drive through well you can get drive through alcohol in Louisiana but you can get a daiquiri oh yeah phenomenal um, but then don't drink and drive it's a lot of pressure but yeah you can't drink and drive but you can yeah. you can buy daiquiris in a drive through uh, whatever um, but you don't see a guy doing a dance going, what? Two Whoppers for $5? Oh, my gosh. This is the – I wish I would have known this before. I would have got two cars. You know, you're like, what? Yeah. You, Sir, you don't need two Whoppers. Yeah. No one needs two Whoppers. No. You know, and then it's just because we see that and we see stories like this to where you want to sue McDonald's for your choices. And here's the cold part. There is a large part of America who will be like, yes, girl. You need to get, it's their fault. No, it's your fault. You chose to break your vows or your goals. You did that. Own it. You know, like, but we invent things like cheat day. You shouldn't have cheat days if you care about your health. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, because it's not a cheat day. It's I did good for two days and then I wasted all my good work by eating like crap for one day. So it's just you want to see more accountability. And I, I went off on a tangent here, but I just hate when people blame other people for their circumstances. Even the other story where she wants to sue the funeral parlor for $8 million. Somebody paid for two funerals. Okay? They did the best they could. And I'm sorry the new guy got nervous and wouldn't cut the torso in half. Because if she would have had a thing full of ashes, she'd be good. You know what I'm saying? Like the, I'm just saying it had to be an intern. Because who, who's going to – I'll take it. You know, hey, hey, cat, listen, we got a – Geraldo coming in on the podcast and gut fill, but he can't do both at the same time, so let's cut him in half. Who's going to do it in this room? Okay. Like, hey, do you guys want water? No, not today. But we do need you to cut Geraldo in half. (laughs) (laughs) So it's, you know. What did you guys learn today? uh, I learned that I am extremely judgmental (laughs) about walruses, and I apologize for that. But, um and I'm the only one watching Blue Planet, apparently, in this room, which yeah. is fine. Which I learned a lot fine. about the wal- walruses. Yeah. Yeah. It's not walrus. It's sad. And no, no one is sadder than make you feel sadder than David Attenborough. Yeah. If I ever wanted to guilt trip somebody, I'd have David Attenborough do it for me. Okay. Because he's just his voice, and you're just like, damn. Is there a documentary about walruses? Yeah, it's in Blue Planet. It's one Blue of the Planet. first episodes. Okay. Where you see him fall off the cliff. And, no! I can't watch that. Yeah, and then the polar bear is like... What it is shows up with a truck and just starts. <laughs> oh. See polar bears and pickups just loading up little chunky walruses because oh. there's like ninety of them all on top of each. And it's sad because you see one fall and the one behind him just is not figuring it out. He's like, John, no, oh, ha ha, sorry for oh, and then it's like Bill. They just keep that's falling. Just, that's awful. Because they're like those people who don't want to wait in line and are complaining like, I need my coffee now. I can't wait. Maybe you should have waited, bro, because you'd be alive. And then they just kind of bounce. It's like a horrible like bink. It sounds like comedy, but it's not. Oh, if you put the right music to it and didn't realize at the end that they're bloated and dead floating in the water and little baby walruses are like, excuse me, I have to get past all these. It's. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways. um, I learned that if I ever get married to make sure that he's not married to another woman, make sure. Try to check those marriage licenses. I think that's Do not accept an engagement bracelet. Oh, that too. Oh, that is the biggest thing. But having said that, whomever that guy is, welcome to the team. (laughs) Welcome to what? the team. Because I'm going to be honest with you. If I'm in a pickle, that's right, the guy. I'm adding I was... the funeral parlor to my team. Okay, Ooh. that's fair. Because but I... if I need solutions, I want that guy on my team. How are you going to get in contact with him? He'll find me. Okay. <laughs> For more podcasts like this, <laughs> you can check us out at foxnewspodcast.com. She's the temp. I'm Tyrus. Keeping it real, Kate. Take us home. Enough said. Listen ad-free with Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. And Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. This is Jimmy Fallon, inviting you to join me for Fox Across America, where we'll discuss every single one of the Democrats' dumb ideas. Just kidding. It's only a three-hour show. Listen live at noon Eastern or get the podcast at foxacrossamerica.com.